1: Hey boys and girls, welcome back to Soul Sisters. I say boys and girls because we are looking at a class of children, and by children I mean one and a half year olds who are. Um, I don't know what they're doing in there. Actually. Learning
2: music, playing music. Are
1: they? They're not playing music. Well, they're dancing. They're, j- yeah. they're.
2: They're getting down.
1: There's an adult with a headset mic who's jumping around with a guitar, and the kids are just kind of
2: watching her. Like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, I love the headset uh, mic. It makes it super official. Yeah. And a drummer playing. It's very intense. Yeah um kids gotta start them early if you well, want those young prodigies right I mean talk about talk about something else that we haven't talked about this is a part of my life Yes, I did that you did it you were not the, as a baby you were the teacher <laughs> actually I did do it as a baby but it was not so like New York and cool no I yeah I was a teacher right out of college I did that for a while whoa at a place called Little Maestro's you didn't play an instrument I sang yeah you sang? no I sang and danced danced around and did puppet shows and like how old were they the kids they were like I don't know one it was a group it was was a big group it was great it was actually great I have to say what songs were you Um, singing they were all like they were like original baby tunes (laughs) by you no no this is like original I think whoever I really I mean goodness I could be wrong, but I want to say that whoever, like the people involved in creating this company Uh um, had songwriters and they wrote like original little maestros tunes for the kids and they were fun and it was like, I think it was like half hour, you know, sets or whatever. Or maybe it was 45 (laughs) minutes. It was like a half hour lesson, Uh half hour, you know, play time, class. And it was good money, fun. I mean, it Where was, was like, that? A city? City. we would go, it was in New York. Okay. It was all, we would go to different locations, Gymborees around the city and like, that's awesome. And Yeah. You would do like three or four a day. No, we didn't need a headset. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why she's, the headset. she's but, playing
1: guitar. That's why she needs a
2: headset. Yeah. Right. And she's moving around. Right. Um, <laughs> but that, I, I, like, awesome. I never think about that too. See, this is why, okay, soon we're going to
1: have an episode where I interview you properly because this is part of your
2: musician story, is these all That is, drops. I guess, the little maestros is. Yeah. I never think so about good. it. Yeah. I was still living in Stanford. I was living at home still. You I was like commuting in? to do this. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's very cute. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so that's a little bit more about me. Let's learn a little bit more about you today. Oh, hot seat. hot seat. We did the questions for me last time. or another time. All right, are Filled you ready,? Tread? No. Are you ready? Um, so we gotta answer these quick. Okay. Here's some getting to know Jesse questions. I'm sure it's Jesse getting to know Jesse questions. Yeah, so if I'm answering them quick, what? I keep no, oh. okay. To, let, Let's we need a little bit of a dive. Yes,
1: because I know. I've been hearing you panicking <laughs> constantly Good, introducing me thing. to people. It is a You thing can now. call me Jesse. It's fine. But what, what, you, what should I call you? Whatever feels natural. So that still feels natural to you. So call me that. It's fine. Nope,
2: it's I fine. Wanna, I don't want to call I you. was doing a shtick It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Because when I introduced you as Jess, you said Jesse. Like I was like, this is Jess and you're like, hi, I'm Jess. Because it was to someone I had been emailing with a lot and calling
1: myself Jesse in my emails, So I didn't want, because I could tell they were like, oh, because they had to then introduce (laughs) me to somebody. So it was like starting a whole train of confusion.
2: Makes more sense that I was confused too, because we started off and we were connecting over, you know, messaging. And so of course I would do that. So, but I haven't, I don't know what other people, what do other people call you? Jess? Jess and Jake. Jake j okay yeah right all right it'll it'll come naturally as long as i'm you, not it's upset not when like you, you don't, don't cringe when you okay no i no. i would have told you a long time <laughs>
1: like a long time ago four months ago when we met <laughs> six
2: five months. no it feels like anyway, yeah okay it's fine all right, so it's fine okay goodness reset stressful okay here we go with questions ready answer quickly wait, wait, wait. I, but
1: i just what i was gonna say because I'm answering quickly, my answers might not always be true.
2: <laughs> Man, I wish I had put that disclaimer, <laughs> a, too. I'm that was through. smart. Yes, good. No, I mean, but you should tell me bullshit. But, but, I have or to they might own. actually be super true. I think that's actually more accurate. If okay. you answer super quick. No, we'll see. I don't I'll know. self-assess it. I end. hate these things, but okay. here we go. You hate the smell of... God. That is um, just Like super um fruity air freshener.
1: Because it's like, what
2: are we covering up?
1: You know what I mean? Like, it just makes me think of all the bad smells that someone's trying to hide.
2: Look at your brand, I love it. You love the smell of? Um, uh, pine scented incense. Like those little pine sticks. Nice. Yeah. Last song that made you cry. Song. Oh, like X Factor every time. <laughs> X Factor? Lauren Hill. Nice. Yeah. Whoa. Good one. Um, Have you ever been skinny dipping? Um, I
1: think not, possibly not since I was like six (laughs) in my grandparents' (laughs) pool. I don't know if that even counts. Well, I remember it being a thing. It was a thing? Because my grandfather, who's 92, uh, likes to go skinny dipping in their pool in the summer. And so once I was like, well, I want to do
2: it. And then the whole thing felt weird.
1: I mean, we weren't doing it together. For
2: <laughs> yeah, the record. yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, great. Um, first kiss was where? Uh, I think it was whitewater
1: rafting uh, trip. Summer before seventh grade JCC summer camp. On a was raft? There. No, oh, it was okay. we it was were like camping a g- a trip. During a the trip, a trip, we were camping
2: and we played. No, no, no we played spin the bottle wait this is like you have to think about this very much i can't remember what game we played okay
1: mm, do you remember the boy games. yeah i friended him on, him on facebook a few years Recently? ago I, <laughs> I wanted to see what he was up to and i sent him a message Ah. and he didn't i don't know i think maybe he didn't remember
2: <laughs> <laughs> didn't remember that first kiss yeah it probably wasn't his first kiss mm-hmm. he was very sought Damn. after it was a real victory for me <laughs> Right then. Uh, your go to way to end a conversation.
1: Oh, uh, is this the same fan? I wonder. I <laughs> just submitted these questions. My go to way to end a conversation is. Shit. I don't know. You tell me. I feel
2: like you're just like, okay. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yes, yeah, that is it. That's it. Okay. Yeah, that sucks. With like a hug or something. Changing no, it. it's amazing. <laughs> I <laughs> uh, game to learn how to hate yourself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The last conversation you had with a stranger was about? The uh, last conversation I had with a stranger was about...
1: Oh, my dog. I mean, that happens every day. People stop you and... Yeah, like, yeah, my dog is like a model, so. Yeah. It's so obnoxious. <laughs> it's like dating someone Does who's really, really everyone their dog really is attractive. A
2: model? No. I mean... No? I think they maybe, do. but they're not all right. Aw, at least. Um mm. Would you talk to people on a plane? You would. I'm the only like Well,
1: you're stuck there, so to freeze them out is really fucking awkward.
2: Yeah, no, it's really awkward. Would you <laughs> would you be super but bummed you don't out? would give a shit. <laughs> would you be like, "Fuck"? Yeah, no,
1: I don't I don't want to do it. Yeah. Uh, Some the last people
2: time- like, want to do it. Obviously, yeah. the people that do
1: it. <laughs> so when I flew to Austin last spring for my cousins, she didn't want to call it this, but it was a bachelorette weekend. There was a guy sitting next to me who struck up conversation. He looked like he was probably 10 years younger than me. And he was on his way to Austin for a bachelor party. And he clearly thought this was going to be... The perfect pairing. We had like the same number of people in each of our parties, and he wanted to like sync up all of our plans for the weekends. And all of his bros would hook up with all of my ladies, and the whole flight was that like planning, like planning, yes. Were and you like down like remembering or were you like every word so I could run off the plane and repeat write the whole it thing to them? Like, no, they, like never in a million years was that going to happen. It was just like an amazing story. Yeah. of like, <laughs> can you believe people? And then he was texting me all weekend. Like we're on South third. Where are you?
2: Like waiting for you guys. Oh my God. Yeah. Because sometimes amazing things happen meeting people like that. I mean, I feel like yeah, I these are people who are about off. to get married. Like
1: that's a recipe for disaster. We're going to, be perfectly paired, men and women, and have like a crazy. Well, the bathroom it wasn't the
2: bride and groom, that wanted to pair.
1: It was like everyone else. No, yeah, but still,
2: I don't know. It seems no, you're weird. right. It's I mean, not it in the spirit of the thing. Right? No, definitely, yeah. definitely weird. Well, or or it is because it's like it's like um, what's that movie? Sideways. It's like let's go well like a last hurrah kind of a last hurrah let's just have an adventure and meet people in whatever weird way and yeah. like see where it takes us I mean I think by not being open the way that I'm not open to meeting people sometimes <laughs> uh, I close myself off and it's funny because I love to talk to people and ask them quite like I love to interview people yeah but like if I'm not in that mode I'm like don't talk to me interesting yeah and I think it's definitely you definitely close off to like like uh, the band we were going somewhere one time or <laughs> yeah and they know that I'm like this closed off weirdo. It's, I'm making it, I'm making it too strong. You are. Not,
1: I, you're not that, not that way at that. all. I'm not that way. Well, I don't know. But Maybe you
2: are with strangers. I am.
1: I mean, I like to, but like, you're not like, <clears> like if you like come to a party I'm having, you no, talk to everybody. Absolutely. In the room.
2: Absolutely. That's a social situation. Yeah. Travel feels like a very, like, I get to like be in my Bubble. own world. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's fine. But like you know, one time Lily sat next to this pilot and had this like incredible conversation and like talked about his career and experiences and like I was like Ugh, I would never <laughs> Blah. and like you know there's a there's something to be said for talking to people on a plane yeah or
1: no I have a friend like that though she'll do it with anybody even if their story is really boring and then I get livid. <laughs>
2: you mean she just
1: gets off on talking to strangers not every stranger is that interesting (laughs) you know you got to pick and choose right yeah yeah do it with the right ones yeah (laughs) see we're interviewers so we know how to find them right and we know if you have a story (laughs) (laughs) no it's probably not true
2: at all okay we're gonna should we we save the rest of these or should we keep going that wasn't the end no there's a lot more launch into a diatribe i think that's enough all right that's enough we'll come back to these yes okay there's a couple more
1: good ones okay i squirmed my way out of that um (laughs) who do we have on the show today we have noelle skaggs from fits in the tantrums so rad a band that i love um i was so into them when they broke out i think it was like eight or so years ago Um, they were part of the whole kind of retro soul revival scene and uh they're awesome and they have a new album out, and it's very cool. Uh, I got to preview it, and she was super lovely. So, yeah, anyway, let's get to it with Noelle.
0: Yeah, I've been up since seven. Okay. What that's time do you get to work? Uh,
1: today wasn't too bad, but I woke up super early because I had to walk my dog and I had to move my car. <laughs> I just moved back from LA, oh, where you I did. acquired things like dogs yeah. and cars. Yeah. Um, which is not like the easiest thing to have in New York, especially the car.
0: And what kind of dog do you have? Um, he's a little terrier. Mix. A little terrier. Cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got my dog. I moved to Nashville oh, recently. You did? yeah. Oh, and cool. I got my dog last year, August. Nice. And she is so cute. She yeah. was 10 weeks when I got her. Aw. So cute. So little I know, she's amazing. <laughs> she's like the most chill yeah and smart dog uh, like you got lucky yeah she's great <laughs> where'd you find her um I uh actually adopted her from this um like more foster nice care uh thing called Proverbs twelve ten. okay yeah were they intense about the adoption process no you fill out an application and it's yeah. just like tons of questions and okay. it's like you know like very, you know, it's like, if your dog did something bad, how would you respond? I'm like, I'm pretty sure I would just respond... <laughs> (laughs) The way you do a child and just (laughs) stern but loving. Totally. I was like, I don't know how to answer this question. (laughs) I know. It can be kind of (laughs) grueling. the dog. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking
1: at a lot of those services before I got my dog who I ended up just finding him like friends of a friend found him in the street. He was an actual stray. Yeah. But those services, I remember filling out those things and then they wanted to do a home visit. So it was like trying to schedule that was always a nightmare. Yeah. And then I didn't have a yard or anything and they were very concerned about
0: that all the time. Yeah. Like, Yeah, I have a yard fenced in. Like they ask you all kinds of stuff. They want to make sure that the dog can't jump over and yeah. and, and run out in the street. But I walk her like, off the leash. Do you? Yeah. I trained her off the leash, to, oh like going hiking at Runyon every day for the last like month. Wow, she's awesome. I was too afraid to let my dog off leash at Runyon. Yeah, she I won't thought he run. would
1: like run off the canyon and yeah. off a cliff.
0: Yeah, or, like chase I a snake run with or something. her. It's all kinds of stuff. She's <laughs> awesome. That's great. She's a good dog. Well, good for you. You Thanks. must
1: have had some good karma out there. It came back to you. Yeah,
0: the it was both. interesting because I was like, well, I want to meet her. Like, what if she doesn't like me? Yeah, <laughs> it's so like that. <laughs> I know. It's just like, what if she doesn't, doesn't vibe with me? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the minute I picked her up, you know how they like say turn them on their back like a baby, and if they go like this, it's submissive. No. I and if they that. don't, like they're moving around, they're kind of not aggressive, but just like it's going to be hard to train. Oh, it's them. So funny.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, she's cool. <laughs> so she was submissive. She was submissive. <laughs> She gets it right away. She flies yeah. with me on the plane. Oh. Yeah, she's great. That's really nice.
1: <laughs> um well, welcome to Pet Talk, everybody. And pet Talk. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we just I don't know. I don't know if we'll use that or not. I mean, that's kind of a lovely I way like to this start our conversation. conversation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're just learning about you, what's going on with you. <laughs> hey, and got dogs a dog? are an important part of everyone's life. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and you moved to Nashville. I moved to Nashville. Because I was gonna ask you about living in L because you
0: grew up there right I grew up in Los Angeles in Pasadena okay actually I'm a neighborhood girl wow yeah yeah and did you stay in Pasadena I actually did for a minute I was living with my parents because I was poor okay and then, uh-huh. <laughs> that's fair. yeah I got I, I kind of stayed on the east side uh, Yeah. before I moved to Nashville I was living in Silver Lake uh-huh. and I love that neighborhood and that's I should have kept my apartment there like I should have <laughs> but I let it go and I was so sad after because I've been in LA so often like I just ended up mm. getting another apartment with a friend of mine so yeah. it's because I need a stable place in town totally. so it's it's you know it's cool actually being able to go there and just being in one spot and yeah. seeing friends and my family's there it's you know it's Keeps cool. Keeps your life kind of normal it's cool. Yeah. even yeah. when it's not that normal. Yeah <laughs> and I have great friends in Nashville it's been a lo- lovely experience moving there because yeah. there's so much happening. Totally. You know and it's, it's really cool people talk to each other and it's like <laughs> Imagine fun. that I mean yeah a little we went, different from LA. Yeah. Me and uh some new friends that I just recently like acquired over the weekend awesome. went kayaking for six hours whoa i got real tan that's <laughs> awesome it was fun it how was did really you fun. meet them i met them through a mutual friend this guy named kyle uh-huh. uh, lampy who is actually like a dj producer out there and okay just him and his roommate are just hilarious people so uh-huh. i met like three three or four friends new friends from them and you know it's it's cool because we'll all hang out again they came to a barbecue at my house on saturday yeah fun.
1: yeah that's awesome yeah. i'm so curious about how people who aren't let's say in college anymore, make new friends. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you work together in the same office or you're
0: living together, it gets harder and harder to make real friends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because I'm a very social person. Uh Like, you know, like L.A. for me was I was starting to get a little bit closed off. Like my cluster of friends is very small. Like I cut yeah. off a lot of people. But like me like intentionally cut them off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. You, it, I, I really strongly feel like you get to a seasonal point with people and mm-hmm. you know who's going to stay and who's going to go. Who needs
1: to drop off the
0: vine. Yeah. It's like, you know, like we have things in common. You become associates and stuff. But I yeah. enjoy friends that check in on me. Uh-huh. You know, I we tour. Crazy, yeah. So it's nice to know that people want to know how I'm doing, how my well-being is. Right. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And we see each other and it's love and dinners. And it's yes. just, you know, we are into the same things. Tra- mm-hmm. We can travel together. It's like, you know, that's that's cool. And, and Nashville, I've gotten so many amazing friends there. That's so nice. You know, so it's really, really fun. <laughs> how really long have fun. you been there for now? Um, I moved there almost nine months ago. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Do you feel oh, like it it's- may almost be a year? Really? Yeah. Well, I went out there for a month uh-huh. to feel it out, fell in love with it. And my house fell in my lap. What? Three weeks in.
1: Three weeks in.
0: Oh, man. So I like. Did you call, not
1: have the intention of moving there? Or you were well, I thought about, about it.
0: I was thinking about it. I went there to kind of basically recoup from the last like 12 years of touring. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I went out there You're and, like 12
1: years. I'm going to give myself yeah, a month I just off. like,
0: I need like, yeah, let's do this because we're going to start on the new record. I need to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like just fell in love. with. It was like dead of winter. Yeah. And it decided to be real cold out there. It was like four degrees. I was like, this is not the Nashville that I, I was told about.
1: You think of it as being the south. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. the weather's not that Southern. Yeah. All the time.
0: And I kind of wanted to go there to see if I could survive the winter. I mean, I'm, you know, yeah, relative LA, to like from. I'm a bit of a coward. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So okay, you guys can be real yeah, bad. I'm like, I, I do not like cold. <laughs> I met so
1: many people in LA who went to college back East and yeah. Lasted one semester,
0: yeah. It's a very common tale, it is hard, it's hard up. out there in those cold streets, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was. I just went out there to go visit a friend and yeah. it just rolled out from there, it just clicked yeah. immediately, yeah, yeah. It made a really account, nice. Made a phone to call out to my account, and I was like, I want to put in an offer on this house. He was like, Okay, first of all, you want to move to Tennessee. <laughs> he's
1: like, let's back it's, up for a second.
0: He's like, Tennessee, you sure? <laughs> I was like, yes, it's Nashville. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. And I, I still do. I don't feel like I'm in a honeymoon phase. It's it's definitely a home for me.
1: That's so nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah, big ups Nashville. Uh,
1: yeah. Like are you
0: on the music scene there? Well, yeah, I mean you can kind of can't. It's true. Not I mean you be. go out for
1: breakfast. But and it's a songwriter.
0: A yeah, it's a songwriter town. And yeah. you know, that's why another reason I was really comfortable moving there because I'm being around creative people and I mean the talent coming out of that city. Crazy. The women there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the women there are just incredible. It kind of makes you just seem like, okay, I got to work on my game even further because this is like a triple A. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Just beautiful people, the voices. It's uh-huh. awesome. Yeah.
1: Although we just had a guest on the show who was in Nashville also, Maggie
0: Rose, and she was saying there aren't yes. a lot of um, female
1: producers in Nashville. No,
0: there's this one girl named Sarah, and I forget her last name, but she's wrapped by a friend of mine, uh-huh. and she's supposed to be a wonderful yeah. writer um, and producer. uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. track producer too which is which is very rare yeah. there um but it's really interesting you mis- mentioned maggie rose because my friend nada tahat is her head of graphics she does all oh, of really? her website stuff oh, yeah that's so cool yeah she just took her on about six months ago that's funny
1: yeah yeah um she she's been in nashville for a while but she had like a complicated history mm-hmm. with breaking into the industry down there okay um, but but she was really just getting her start for the very first time down there yeah so you know some of it was Nashville specific and some of it was I think industry yeah. in general
2: yeah <laughs> you know? well
0: it used to be kind of a boys club from what I when I, what right. I hear and now like the women have been like they have to do everything yeah they're taking it and it's <laughs> really really cool you That's know awesome. I haven't met one woman that wasn't the echelon yeah. you know, like up here, you know, That's so it's, it's really cool. And they're very supportive. Yeah. You know, the women there are of very supportive of each other, you know, That's as far huge. as what I can tell so far, you yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's <laughs> been, it's been cool. Like they love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so important.
1: It's interesting. It can go one of two ways. Either I have, I hear stories of women being very supportive or there can be an attitude, especially I hear this from like movie and TV industry yeah. more yeah. that it's like, well, I did this for myself. I worked my ass off to get here like you
0: can do that too
1: for yourself you know so it's
0: yeah I mean I'm a strong believer if you can help someone Mm -hmm. you know it's because me in LA it was all about community yeah you know what I mean and it was like yeah there were tons of male musicians but there were incredible female vocalists and stuff so I would get called for sessions Uh uh-huh And if I weren't in town, I would recommend one specific friend or two specific friends that I know could work really well together and put them in a room with somebody. And, you know, my producer friends would call back and they're like, thank you so much because these women were incredible. Yeah. And they're, you know, like they do the same thing for me. Like, hey, I have this thing, but I can't do it. Are you around? Uh-huh. hundred percent. Right now. So that's what I'm used to. Yeah. You know, so it's for me, it's like any time you can kind of help someone out in that way I mean it just comes back tenfold and I just do it just because I want to yeah Yeah, totally yeah
1: what is it like um gaining some fame and success in the town that you grew up in even though it's not like LA (laughs) is a small town but it's still it must feel like sometimes there were two parts of your life or two parts of your soul you you know, know it's
0: interesting I in LA I kind of Cap to myself I'm kind of that way like I don't really talk about my career that much there are some people that I think like recognize me but a lot of people just don't quite say anything okay and then I find out later from their friend they were like freaking out I'm like why are they freaking out it's just me the most normal person like in the world just happens to have purple hair <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, totally normal.
0: yeah you know I've had I've had experiences where there have been you know people that are like they get super giddy and they want to you know just chat and I'm like dude let's just chat about food yeah like, yeah like, right, like i'm like i'm on tour all the time yeah i just want to talk about just like other stuff like what are you doing you know (laughs) like what do you have going on yeah yeah
1: i mean it probably helps you too to stay humble to have old friends and family around you
0: absolutely or
1: now your new friends yes exactly (laughs) yeah depending on which city you're in at the moment yeah yeah so so what's happening you guys have this new album coming out are you
0: just like going all around talking about it is that uh self-titled and yeah we're just starting to get on the grind about you know spreading the word on the record Uh, hand clap our song came out and it's been doing quite well for us very excited about you know what's happening right now yeah and just trying to spread the word to people Uh you know it's been cool like I, um, you know, I've been, re- I read our Twitter all the time. I'm kind of obsessed yeah. with our social media stuff. You know, people are into it. They're so yeah. excited. They're like, oh, this fit song is so fun. And it's my workout song. And I love, you know, I love That's kind awesome. of reading that. It's very, you know, I, I love it. I love the support that we get from fans. But yeah. then to see, you know, what seems like new fans that had never heard of us before. Uh-huh. And they're like this I want to learn more about this band. Yeah. Like, wow. And you get to follow us. This is our third record. Right. You know, I'm feeling grown up now. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, hey. is a third record
1: less pressure because, you know, the the, the sophomore effort has all of yes. this.
0: Um, well, it's interesting with the sophomore, for instance, yeah. with more than just a dream, we were fresh off tour. I think me, okay. myself and Fitz maybe took a week off.
2: That's and it. it was just,
0: we were on the grind, oh, like writing, 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 writing. This time we felt like we could really take our time. We kind of needed, we needed a break yeah. for a bit. I was just like, give me a vacation for yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I'll come back left. in like a month. I'm like, I am juiced, yeah. you know? And uh, I think this record for myself and Fitz was, this was difficult. This yeah. was a difficult record, you know? It was a different process to make, to write, to write. Yeah. yeah. We both had writer's block at the end of it. I was just, okay. like I said, I was juiced, yeah. you know, and I think he was as well. It was just, so kind it wasn't of, necessarily the
1: pressure. On it wasn't it the anything. pressure. Yeah. It was,
0: it was, I mean, maybe there was some pressure there. Yeah. You know, this is our second record with our label. Okay. Uh, Electra. You know, they took us on. So it's kind of a sophomore effort. It's kind of a sophomore effort, you know. (laughs) So it was just kind of like, and how can we push the bar even further now? You know, and I think creatively, we were trying some stuff. Nothing was really working. You know, I was kind of in between places of trying to like move from a, you know, from one city to the next. And, you know, I think we just needed to take like another break and another kind of like look at things. So when I moved away, I was like, Fitz, just get in there with get in let's get in some rooms with some other people yeah you know so we actually did a lot of collaborative outside writers on this record okay. and and it really forced us to you know to be able to look into a different place like uh-huh. this is our most personal record right you know, the fact that it's now self-titled uh-huh. like for me is like the very empowering to be able to just say this is fits in the tantrums cool. fits in the tantrums record you know, new introduction to, you know, new fans, and we're just reaching and, you know, this whole record is about that desire. It's about that passion. You Uh know, there's all of every single song has some sort of like desire, whether it's in relationship and, you know, uh, dealing with loneliness in some way and kind of building yourself back up like all of these songs have that kind of content, even though they're fun. Yeah, if you're listening to the lyrics, it's like, Oh, there's, there's some consistent yeah. messaging there. Yeah. And yeah. I think like writing with other writers really forces, it puts a mirror in front of you because it's like, well, what do you want to write about right. versus freestyling it? Uh huh. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Cause it's really easy to freestyle when you're, when you're a writer cause you're inspired by outside things. Yeah. This was like, what are you feeling right now? Mm-hmm. You know, what do you want to personally write about? What is your experience? You know? And yeah. I think myself and Fitz were growing. I was like dealing with awful relationships okay. <laughs> you know like throughout the year uh-huh. hard as a woman touring like a lot uh-huh. of guys can't handle that uh-huh. and then he was getting married and his family oh, was starting all of the guys were you know having these new transitions in their lives and you know for me I was like okay I need I'm, I'm grown up now <laughs> yeah I'm grown up now let's let's do this you uh-huh. know um so yeah this record is very very personal for us and it's it's really cool you know to have this record be that yeah you know and it is a scary thing to you know come into a major label situation and you know how is it going to be are they going to take all of our creative away and it's just not that way that's awesome our label is very supportive yeah yeah
1: although your sound has definitely been evolving yes but it's nice to know that that's coming from you guys not from any external for anybody else Yeah. yeah yeah I mean I definitely thought of you guys as Uh, kind of retro like retro pop. I don't know, but I remember becoming aware of you in that moment of the previous decade when it was all about like Sharon Jones and I was really into like Eli Paperboy Reed and it was like this whole soul uh, rebirth that was happening. Yeah. And then you guys were like a cool hybrid that kind of fit into that. Yeah. So that's how I, I've thought of you mostly for these past years. But now catching up on your stuff and listening to the new album, I'm like, oh, that's not really what's
0: happening here. Yeah. There's a progression for yeah. us. You know, yeah. we, myself and Fitz, are all about that. Mm-hmm. I've never been an artist that wanted to just be pigeonholed. Yeah. You know, and neither has he. You right. know, he was able to find his voice and a certain style of music, and it just happened to come out that way. Yeah. It wasn't like he thought that he was going to be this kind of like blue-eyed soul guy. Right. That's where the sound ended up going, yeah. and it worked. And it was very I mean? much
1: in the air at that moment. Yeah. And I, I don't remember why or what sparked that, and I feel like we've kind of all moved past it
0: a little bit too. Yeah. Like that's all evolving also. It's all breakup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's breakup music. It's true. You know, it's like in the beginning, him trying to get over a breakup. You know, and these like biting songs these juxtaposed songs Uh that's how I feel about our band that's how our band is if you look at us we're a juxtaposed band Uh uh-huh you have like I'm the only African-American in a group of guys yeah and we're all different you know different ages Uh we're all very seasoned in what we do and our music's very energetic but also if you listen to the lyrics it's like completely different you're like what (laughs) money grabber oh she's a she's a h-w-o-r-e because she's like doing that kind of stuff yeah you know and then up to more than just a dream which was you know we had our biting breakup songs but Mm -hmm. it was also very empowering break the walls and you know everything was very worldly and anthemic and you know the music was there and it really matched our live performance you know what I mean which has been our calling card since the beginning Mm -hmm. and I feel like with this new record it is the same but it's very personal yeah, you know what I mean. So we're we're mixing in what we still have been known for exciting, you know, music, but we're pushing it and we're doing new things creatively.
1: Yeah, yeah. What is your dynamic with Fitz as
0: band leaders? It's fun. How does it work? Is it it's is fun. it a fifty fifty thing? It is. Yeah. It is. You know, in the beginning, when I first started, I had I led my own band right. for many years, yeah. and you know, when I came into it, it was kind of like. I don't know if I can be anybody's background singer. That's definitely not happening. Right. I'm, I'm very seasoned in what I do. Yeah. And, you know, I'm very, very specific about what I want to do in mm-hmm. my life with my career. And I feel like... Was he looking for a backup singer? I think initially, in the, I think in the beginning, I don't know exactly. I think he just wanted to try the songs and okay. see how they resonated with people in a live performance because there was something there. Yeah. And I think when he and I got together that first rehearsal, the chemistry just it was there from the beginning. Yeah. Um, And as we performed more, I started feeling comfortable about what I could bring to the table. In the beginning, I was kind of just observing, Mm -hmm. you know, what may be there, what may be lacking, what he's green on and, you know, what, what I'm green on in this particular, you know, type of environment. Uh And it slowly but surely became us co-leading. Yeah. You know what I mean? This last record, I was very prevalent in the writing You know, Mm -hmm. I wrote out of my league, co-wrote the Walker. I I did pretty much the majority of the record with him. And that was really fun for me. Yeah, You know, that was a really great experience coming out of like picking up the pieces because I kind of came out of, you know, like the five song EP was already done. Right. You know, and then it was just basically me contributing vocals and stuff. And then I wrote picking up the pieces, which was like the, you know, the co-written song with us and, Uh you know, so to see it kind of transition and now it's just being like a balance of bringing other people in. Yeah. You know,
1: were you also writing with your previous band? Yeah. Yeah. The rebirth.
0: Yeah. The rebirth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was, that was how I grew up. Yeah. That's how I, I really came into my own as a performer and gained my confidence you know, because that particular you know period of music was like when Jill Scott was huge, and you know. So it was when very, when did you start with them? Uh, did like, you form that band or you joined? I joined. So they had a uh, there was a band called Mesh of Mine. Okay, and it started. It kind of defunct from there. But yeah. the uh, the original producer, uh, this guy named Carlos Guico. Who became really good friends of me. He mm-hmm. of mine, he saw me performing with just some friends. I was just singing a chorus thing for them yeah. at one of his clubs. Okay. And he approached me, he's like, I have this project. I'm looking for, you know, a, a, a female vocalist to like lead the project. Uh-huh. Would you be interested in coming and just checking it out? And I did. And for a while I was kind of just like I didn't know if I really wanted to do music as a career. I wanted to do songwriting. I wanted to, you know, possibly be an AR. Like I was just trying oh, to really? figure it out yeah okay. i love the business end Interesting.
2: You know, love
0: the business end. i went to you know college studying you know music business and popular songwriting okay. that was something that i really wanted to do we'll circle back to that oh yes, yeah i want to get exactly. to that earlier probably exactly but, okay. but yeah yeah the rebirth i bas- basically met through that one situation where i was singing hip-hop okay which was a big thing too yeah yeah okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah uh that was like 2000
1: okay yeah yeah
0: yeah it was a while ago
1: all right So then you joined them Mm -hmm. and you were green as a band leader.
0: Um, it was, yeah.
1: Right. I mean, that was your first,
0: I was still trying to like figure out what to do with my hands at that point. (laughs) I hear that. That's a thing. That's That's so funny. Yeah. That's a thing. Um, yeah trying do to figure do with out hands how to now? be with your body yeah you know like you have to be completely present in what you're doing right. you know are you just like super awkward and I was shy for a while like yeah. getting on stage like I had fun singing that was something that I always liked to do like uh, I loved doing the assemblies and you know like high school really? and singing acapella I mean I would sing oh, acapella really? in front of the entire school so I was used to kind of like doing that in a that. group by myself. By yourself?
1: Yeah. What were you singing? No band.
0: I was singing things like En Vogue and like <laughs> oh yeah, Anita amazing. Baker. And like I was doing stuff like that was hardcore. You know? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and like everybody thought they, I was finished, and but there was another verse. Oh, my God. So it's one of those things. But being in a band is totally different yeah you know live instrumentation mm-hmm. really listening to the keys and you know being a part of this collective yeah you know and I tried it on my own and I, I that was one of the reasons why I took a break because it was so hard like I had these incredible musicians but they were like session musicians mm-hmm. they were older they were used to getting paid and I was like I'm broke in college. This is like my first gig. <laughs> in There's college you no- tried to start a band? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was just me like solo. Okay. But I had like a backup, you know, kind of like <laughs> band situation, right? but it was it was tough. Yeah. You know, but a lot of my uh, opportunities after that came from that experience. You know, these guys like, they were like, she's an awesome performer and love her music. And, you know, they became very supportive of me. Yeah. You know, so there was this whole, you know, transition of me trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Then joining the rebirth and being with, you know, that band for about eight to 10 years mm-hmm. and realizing that I wanted something more for myself. Like I felt okay. like I could go the, the, the next level yeah you know artistically artistically okay you know I I didn't feel like I could just be you know, stuck in this kind of underground thing, struggling. Yeah, like I felt like my because path of the was genre,
1: or like what was the limitation
0: there? Um, a lot of it had to do with I th- I think the genre. Yeah, which you was, know, what, it's like timing. Neo soul it was or? neo soul, but it was very specific. Okay, we did great overseas. Really? Yeah, we had these amazing tastemaker DJs throughout like the BBC, and uh-huh. you know, we did a lot of touring. Yeah, in Europe and you know the UK, uh-huh. and but it didn't quite catch on. And the states, interesting. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I think maybe it's timing. Yeah, you know, there's no real way of saying or like it. W-
1: what the uh, what the taste is and radio. The taste, at the time. Yeah, it wasn't for. really
0: radio kind of you know yeah. friendly for what was going on for in the, the world. States yeah, especially probably. yeah, yeah. It, def- it definitely didn't quite make it to that point. Yeah. Um. But I do think it's timing. Yeah. You know, I think that that for me was supposed to be the learning period uh-huh you know what I mean yeah in my career and the fact that the situation with fits and the tantrums uh-huh. happened the way that it did so naturally yeah you know it's like James King was the catalyst to me being in the band James is our saxophonist you know, and I knew James because he had done horn arrangements on my original band's record. Ah, uh, okay. So everything connected, yeah. you know, and it just so happens that he and Fitz went to college together. And they developed the sound of, you just you know, never know. Exactly. Yeah. It just totally happened.
1: And also, like, it's a great example of how there are very few things in our lives that we should really feel regret for. I mean, unless we, like, really hurt somebody or whatever, feel bad about that. Yes. But in terms of time spent and maybe that wasn't the right thing and yeah. you feel like you wasted time or whatever, yeah. there's almost always something that I've, you learned from it yeah. that led you to the next great thing, like, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Zero.
0: Girl regrets right. about what has happened in my life. Yeah. Musically. That's awesome. None. I mean, I you with, wouldn't
1: be doing this now if you had no. not done that. Yeah. It was I mean, all
0: part of the same path. Exactly. Yeah. I've been very fortunate to work with the, the caliber of musicians that I've worked with. Yeah. You know, uh, talented artists that I've worked with uh-huh. over time. Huge into the hip hop scene. Yeah. You know, for a while, I was writing with, you know, other artists like Dilated Peoples was one, Mad uh-huh. Lib from Stones Throw. I worked cool. with a lot of wonderful, you know, hip hop artists yeah. in a certain area uh-huh. uh, of music. And uh, I had so many learning experiences from that. I, I feel like I wouldn't be the artist that I am today had I not had those experiences. Yeah. You know, it really like, you get your chops from that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. So
1: let's talk about what you were like as a kid because <laughs> you're such a boss when you perform now with Fitz. Thank you. You're very like <clears throat> lovely and wonderful in person. Thank you. And not intimidating. That. As a performer, <laughs> you seem, you are intimidating because you're just fucking awesome. <laughs> Thank so, you. So, but how did you, how did you get that? Were you like
0: that as a child? Uh, I I think I was fearless, but like... Like I said, trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. I was young and, you know, I uh-huh. I really liked, like, I would, I would, I was kind of a loner. Were you? Yeah, I used to get bullied. Really? Which I thought was, like, really, I was, like, I think Like, that's in what character. period are we talking about? Like, junior high school. Yeah. You know, it would be, like, boys that maybe liked me, uh-huh. but they would beat up on you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, but at the time, I didn't know that that's how it was. I just yeah, thought, right. I was, like, I thought I was ugly and, like, yeah. I was just f- completely flat chested. Uh-huh. Nothing grew for me. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, one of those like, I felt like a tomboy constantly. I had the worst style. Yeah. You know, like I just didn't know any of that, but Did you go I to public was, school? I went to public school. Okay. You know, I, uh, during that period I was in Hawthorne, California and okay. that was just complete. It was night and day from where I went to high school. Yeah. I ended up in South Pasadena for high school. Okay. So, what is Hawthorne know. like? Hawthorne is, Um, culturally a lot of, you know, African-American, uh, Mexican Tongan, like it was just very multicultural. Yeah. Um, and it was rough. Yeah. It was rough. Were you already a performer by middle school? Um, I started like like, by nature at least. Like nature. Yeah. I think what I used to do in my room, I would sing all the time. My mom got me like the, my first Sony. Oh, And yeah. like cassette, like cassette tapes uh-huh, were, <laughs> were uh-huh, big. Totally. And my dad was a DJ, so in the disco era. Oh, he was. So had tons of records. Oh. And I loved singing. Okay. But I was singing like in my room and I didn't realize that I even had a voice until I performed at a junior high like my junior high school um talent show. Okay. Where I decided I wanted to do the fashion show, I wanted to dance in the crew, like we had like four girls I That's mean, pretty ballsy for I someone was who's into getting bullied. It yeah no I just like you were like I I I don't care that was my outlet yeah that was my outlet so that's cool I sang acapella and then Vogue song which one um just can't stay away Uh uh-huh huge song and acapella and me just like (laughs) with the microphone and a talent show (laughs) and then just opened up yeah yeah did did you win it wasn't like a competition they don't really do that yeah, it's like a showcase. They don't want to make kids do it feel now. bad.
1: I feel like they used to back then, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. And maybe your school is more progressive. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They're just. <laughs> no, like- now
1: they would never never yeah never allow a child to think that they're anything less than that's exactly that's like, yeah, yeah. not our culture and i
0: like is. that I no like it's good that.
1: it's good public humiliation will come anyway <laughs> school doesn't need to facilitate it yes yeah yeah so okay so your dad was a dj my dad was a dj so that's interesting yeah he yeah. used to
0: uh, dj at like the whispers parties like it was just like he was the funk guy he partied wow. he had all kinds of cars and he was just like a baller <laughs> Did he grow up in L.A.? What's his he story? He grew up in L.A. Okay. He, was, he was originally from Louisiana. Okay. So he, you know, like in his childhood years, he was there for most of the time. And then okay. they moved to Los Angeles mm-hmm. and his family. He's, you know, got three sisters. He's the own, you know, like he has a baby brother as well. But yeah. sisters yeah. in his life, you know. But did
1: you have grandparents in Louisiana?
0: No, no, no. No? Okay. No. It's my stepfather. He's my dad. Got like it. I yeah, grew yeah, up yeah. with him at like like nine. Right. He right. entered my life. So. Okay. He is an incredible person. Yeah. You know, he taught me a lot about being strong and secure uh-huh. and not letting people walk all over me. He learned, you know, he taught me how to save money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he, he took on, on that role and my mom was, my mom is extremely smart. Uh huh. The women in my family are just crazy. Okay. Like they're extremely <laughs> smart. I mean, you know, it's like my mom is, she's very soft spoken. She can be very shy. And I think when I was a kid, I had a lot of that. Yeah. From her. Uh huh. You know, and then I kind of developed. But your dad was in you. My dad was in me. Out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah. my mom is incredibly smart. Uh huh. You know, she is, she does not look her age. Yeah. And I'm like, thank you Good for jeans. those jeans. Good jeans. Yeah. You know, but uh, the women in my family are very powerful women uh-huh. and just smart and just, you know, my aunt Irene is, she's the, the communal person. The dinners, and yeah. I learned a lot of that from her.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Does anyone else sing in the family? No. Okay. No. All right. So you got the musical exposure, but that voice doesn't have a genetic
0: explanation. I have no idea where it came from. Okay. Scientifically, they say we don't n- understand how people, really? Is that some not people can sing and some people can't. Yeah. They That's can't figure it out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that's kind of nice, though. Yeah, it's yeah. nice that some things are still unexplained. I especially I love when it. it comes to the art. Like, yeah, that's good. I love it. Yeah, let's not try to figure it out. <laughs> um, and so then you went
0: to college to study. I went to college to study. Um, what was your major? Uh, I actually went. Well, I had to pick. Like, marketing was my thing. Okay, but I really enjoy. <laughs> I did everything. I was uh-huh. like, I want to do photography, and I want to study Arabic. Okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah. why not?
2: Totally.
0: Everybody wants to learn French and Spanish. <laughs> I'm going for it, you yeah. know. So I I did that for like a year and that was fun, but I'm I'm terrible at conversation. I get really like oh In my Arabic? god, I'm totally I mean with any language that yeah. I've tried to learn, I always get a little bit like nervous, like am I you saying a the few words drinks. wrong? Exactly. But All of a sudden I speak perfect French. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough wine. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Where I went did you go there. to school? um i started out in berkeley okay dropped out really hated living in the bay really Hated it. why um one it was too cold okay two it was it was i felt like it was really hard for me to make friends there yeah i felt like kind of lonely interesting and i wasn't sure if i in the beginning if i wanted to go to school right away yeah you know like it was like coming out of high school but you weren't
1: even sure that you wanted to be
0: there yeah it didn't feel
1: like the right place so you're like
0: what's the point yeah i came back home okay and then just I had to go to school like I couldn't live at my parents house not doing anything. Right. You know, they're like, you either get a job or you go back to school. Yeah. So I went back and I just ended up, you know, uh, Pasadena City College. Okay. Um, I went there. They had their own radio station. So I had a telecommunications, you know, class that I was taking, you know, with radio uh-huh. and, you know, splicing tapes and learning about sound, you know, like the scientific sound. Yeah. And, uh, and then I discovered that there was a music business course there, that this uh, songwriter, this guy by the name of uh, Joey Gallo, mm-hmm. who was with a company called Rondor Music for a while, and he was teaching popular songwriting and music business. Mm-hmm. So I went and I met like, a few like, good friends yeah. from there. They've been my friends for years. Uh-huh. And uh, I learned a lot. I ended up interning at Atlantic. Really? Yeah, I interned at Atlantic Records for a year. Whoa. And uh, in the publicity department. So I had like a whole experience of How like... was that?
1: It was fun. Yeah? It was fun. Okay. I met... Uh, I was going to say you probably met some cool people. I
0: met some great people. It was like Tori Amos's record was coming through and I was total fan of hers. <laughs> uh, you know, it was like that was a killer record. So it was fun. And, you know, that was around the time Black Child and Missy Elliott was, you know, blowing up uh-huh. then. And Aaliyah was there, you know, like in that whole like realm of music it was just really cool time
1: but you weren't thinking I'm going to become a performer
0: I didn't want to yeah I felt like I didn't want to be the star yeah like I wanted to kind of be in the background helping other people gain their career interesting you know what I mean like I still still
1: that shyness is that what that was I
0: don't know I don't know like I think you know I feel like every artist that's at in some point of their career have a fear of failing yeah And I wasn't sure if, you know, like I was like, I'm not sure if I have that in me, Mm -hmm. you know, to do this on a regular basis, you know, and I didn't know enough about it. Yeah. At that point, like it was like, it's different from being in school, but it's different from putting your, having that be your life. Totally. You know, so I just, I wanted to like really know if I was going to get into it, that I, it was just, you know, I was going to get into it. Yeah. And I felt like it was in my path. Okay. You know, because even when I stopped, Mm -hmm. things still came along and I never really said no to anything. Right, right. You know? Yeah. So
1: that feeling is interesting because that fear of failure, if if you feel it too strongly, it can keep you from doing anything. But at the same time, if it's the right amount, it will propel you to keep working your ass off, yeah, to keep proving to yourself and everybody that you're not a failure.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So there's some
1: sweet spot. Yeah. So I guess eventually you got the
0: right balance of that feeling. It did. I yeah. mean, I hung out with the Black Eyed Peas. Well, they you were go. like. <laughs> I mean, I watched these guys like they got big i sang on the other funk record wow you know like i watched fergie enter the band like there were so many amazing moments that i had yeah in this period of my life and and i knew at that point yeah i want to do this really yeah i was like do you remember a moment or i think i was turning point when i decided to solidify my position with the rebirth yeah you know i was kind of Pussyfooting around. I couldn't I couldn't figure out what I really wanted to do. Yeah. And finally I was given an ultimatum. And I was like, All like right. in or you're out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was like, I, I can't waste time doing this. Right. And it was such a long process until we got the record out. Yeah. You know. Um but But it when was, did you start singing? I mean, you're interning, but then when yes. does that turn into Okay, <laughs> okay. So I used to go to that's how I met Carlos. I used to go to this club called The Root Down. Uh huh. Had no business being in there. I was not even twenty one yet. Okay. I would sneak in. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I would just watch hip hop artists. That was actually how I learned how to perform was watching those guys. Yeah. You know. And um, uh, the hip hop thing really started because I was dating this guy, and they were doing this session. And they played the song that they were going to sample. And it was like my favorite like disco song. The way I feel about you. And I was started singing. Uh-huh. And they had no idea I could sing. They were like, wait, first of all, where did that come from? And number two, can you sing this chorus? So I did it. Wow. And it was my first recording experience outside of what I had done with my my solo stuff Uh uh-huh and then I was like no no more music I can't I can't do a band thing I'll I'll get that later (laughs) (laughs) but I can't you know like I took a break and I didn't sing for anybody wow and then after that it just kind of rolled off I was like the cat was out of
1: the bag that was it
0: that was it that was it no pulling it back exactly and then you're like oh I guess I do enjoy this yeah it was fun yeah you know and I was able to kind of do songwriting uh huh, and, and sing. Yeah. You know, I'm so writing for other people. I was writing choruses for hip hop artists. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was singing on, a, on the projects I was, you know, featuring on them and I was writing choruses. Wow. You know, so that's, I was able to do that because it was also something when I was like nine or 10, I wrote down every single song that I liked. Yeah. I had a booklet full of songs, like from hip hop to like, R&B to like James Taylor uh-huh I wrote every song down and I learned it to the nines so when I started doing this it was like oh I got I like writing yeah totally do this <laughs> you know and I did it and it, it it helped me on
1: my way wow so was yeah. that straight out of the internship you started doing that stuff yeah it so just you didn't like did you ever have to get a day job
0: <laughs> I had I my friend's so funny my first job yeah. was after a well, while. After I graduated from high school, I was uh-huh. a librarian, okay. <laughs> and then I went from the library to Baskin and Robbins. Oh my god! And I got real big. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, mm-hmm. it was like ice cream.
1: Yes, I at worked least. at a diner once, and every milkshake I had to make, there'd be a little leftover, <laughs> and I just poured it into a glass for myself. And yeah. then it's like fifteen yeah. pounds later, I don't know what happened. Yep, yeah. and I was
0: in retail. I did that I, okay. I worked and yeah. I did music you yeah. know and uh how long it, until you were able to just do music um uh, I want to say during the rebirth period I couldn't really work I had the in-between so when we weren't on tour wow. I had a job yeah um but not in I I swear not until I did fits Really? But I was also getting royalty income. Okay. So I was able to kind of like save up. So I had a stack Mm -hmm. of like savings. Okay. You know, so I was saving while I was working, but then I was starting to get residual payments. And, you know, I'd done a lot of stuff for Will I Am. So Uh I was getting paid from, you know, I was able to join the union. And, you know, every session I did with an artist that was with a major label that had to do contractual work with AFTRA, I was getting paid from that. Yeah. So I was able to hold you know a, a year's <laughs> a year or so worth of income when I started doing fits full-time uh-huh you know and I haven't worked since then I haven't had a job thank you yeah you know
1: well I mean not that it's not working <laughs> to be in a <laughs> exactly. band like that and be touring so much exactly. and everything. yeah exactly but how does that lifestyle suit you that that touring life it's you know it's touring's
0: not easy yeah you know, it's no, your you'd con- think it's weird. No, you're constantly moving around. Yeah. And thankfully for me, I love traveling. Uh-huh. I really do. Yeah. You know, I try to take at least 2 trips a year. Okay. You know that are not just work related. Right. And I love going overseas, Uh you know, I love going to visit friends. Like I go to Chicago, I'll Mm -hmm. come out here to New York. I'll, you know, like I'll, San Francisco, I have friends. So I, I try to do things like that. Yeah. So I think with the traveling aspect of being able to go into cities that you never would have thought, one, you probably didn't know existed. Right. Two, you wouldn't have thought of going to had you heard of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we've learned so much about the United States of America. Oh, I'm sure. In the last seven years, we've been a band. Um, And that part of the touring life is easy. Uh What becomes difficult is... Not being able to drive myself. I'm very independent. <laughs> you know, I can't drive myself anywhere. Yeah, like, I don't have a car. Right, Uber's there. But you're not driving yourself. Mm-hmm. That, that takes a big part of your life away. Do you ever you rent know? a car and you're like, I'll see you guys later? I wish. I wish. <laughs> I thought about it. Yeah. You know, you're on a bus with, you know. Right. <clears throat> you probably don't have time. No, it's probably not a lot of like days off no. to go exploring. Yeah. Kind of well, thing. what became my thing, yeah. is I started discovering that I would forget where we were two days prior. So what sure. I started doing was um, kind of keeping a journal, but then also going to find restaurants because I love food. Uh-huh. I love cooking for people. I came from a family that all they all cooked. Uh-huh. You know, so that became kind of part of my existence on touring and it gave me a break from it just being about music or just being in the venue or Mm -hmm. being stuck on the bus and not really getting to know the city that I was in you know in this short period of time and that really helps yeah you know having this kind of like outside thing because you you get a break you get a moment to yourself to not be on you know yes yeah that's important that was that's a, a big thing for me
1: yeah and do you guys go internationally a lot. We've been international,
0: yeah. for sure. You know, and it's fun for me because I love Paris. Uh huh. You okay. know, we have a, a good fan base. And <laughs> I in, feel like they would love you there. in France. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Fitz is part Parisian. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, he's okay. uh, half French, half Irish. Okay. His mom, full blood Parisian. She's oh, okay. a total accent. She's so So cute. they'll accept you. <laughs> yes, because exactly. You have some true Parisian Exactly. Among you. Yeah. So I love that. And then it took me back because I had done that with, you know, the rebirth, like traveling with them. Mm-hmm. So it was really nice to kind of go back there. It's still really nice to go back there. And you get to see your worldwide audience. Yeah. We went to South America for the first time. Really? Where'd you um, go? We did the Lollapalooza tour. So we were in uh Buenos Aires we went to Paraguay we went nice. to um Brazil yeah which is awesome
1: I've not been there I went to Buenos Aires and no. I think I would have moved there if it was not quite so far away yeah it yeah. felt very much like it's the other side of
0: the planet it is. <laughs> It is. But it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. You know, we got an opportunity to hang out in Rio. Yeah. You know, the band, uh, We uh, some of us kind of stayed back. Fitz was like, I'm tired, I'm going home. <laughs> you know, but we stayed in Rio for a couple days cool. and it was lovely. Yeah. You know, and those are the experiences where you actually get to, you have so much fun. Yeah. You know, I feel like we get more breaks and when we're like in, in foreign countries than we do in the States because right. it's like travel times a lot longer yeah yeah yeah. exactly (laughs) you do that I love Canada you know we have wonderful um, uh, supporters in Canada radio is very supportive of us in Canada Mm -hmm. Um, I have amazing friends in Vancouver so that's like my hangout that's good when I go out there I have
1: no preconception of what your demographic would be because your music is so original that I don't I don't imagine that it's that tailored to a particular kind of it, fan base right it isn't. it's probably yeah. a diverse mix that you guys get we do i mean yeah. age
0: ranges definitely yeah. finally it, you know like now looking at analytics you know with social media right. oh yeah it's weird <laughs> you can actually out. tally that yeah i'm <laughs> like how many women are fo- you know yeah. like oh we got a big women's <laughs> they love us good you know I mean? it's like hey i love it we have a lot of women fans yeah you know and uh i I think now it's starting to get into like the college realm. Like I, I mean, I think even below that, it's like now seventeen, really toddlers. Do some, <laughs> but consistent like music buyers is like yeah. seventeen to about I think like thirty six to forty. Okay, yeah. But in the beginning, it was kind of like baby. I mean, babies dance to us, but like <laughs> babies to grandparents, we would have whole families coming to our shows, right. And they're like, we live from Daryl's house. We loved you guys oh my on God, there. That's so funny, you know, picking up the pieces record. It was amazing. Yeah, and yeah. So well, it's very danceable music. Yeah, We're a party. I mean, that. you know, yeah, exactly. we party.
1: Yeah, it's a we party. party.
0: <laughs> we love that. I'm like, I can't be on stage boring. Exactly. Nobody wants to see you stand around. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> are you guys um, like, are you good when you're on tour? Do you take care of yourselves? Yeah, yeah. Is it? Are we you guys definitely like, do. Boring when you're not performing, <laughs> or do you guys get a little crazy? Like, yeah, what's the I mean, life It's like?
0: fun. I mean, you know, like the guys got, I'm kind of boring. I think there I'm you. boring on tour. <laughs> I, I I get everybody together and we go to dinners and then I have my yeah, fun the food when we have the days off. Yeah. But it's like you have to take care of yourself because you don't want to get sick. The minute yeah. one person gets sick, you're all screwed. We're all screwed. Yeah. It is. All over the bus, and yeah. it's like domino effect, right, right. you know. So we we do we take care of ourselves. I mean, for the most part, when I'm on heavy touring, uh-huh. I don't drink. Yeah, you know. So it's like I'm like ready for bed, right? You know, we we burn a lot of calories on stage, uh huh. You know, so I'm like, uh. No, I'm done. Yeah, you, you need know. to sleep. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. out. Like days off, like I'll I'll do something with everybody and yeah. you know, we'll go to the movies or right. you know, like I'll go boozing with, you know, the crew and stuff like uh-huh, that. Uh-huh. But like that's that's <laughs> we try to keep it clean. We eat really well. Yeah. You know, our writer has kale and we have a Vitamix. <laughs> you and have your kale. Yeah. Okay. We do that. That's Almond good. butter and yeah, we're we're all the way hippie. Yeah. <laughs> no, you have to. Yeah. You have to. Yeah, but we have fun, you know, it's like how big is the band? Uh, six of us. Okay. There are six of us total. Yeah. Uh, I call it uh, 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 NF and J's because it's James, Joe, Jeremy, Got it. and John. Okay. And That's then it's funny. Michael and yeah. Noel. Yeah. Or Fitz. It's Fitz and Noel. Yes. What do you
1: call him? Do you call him Michael?
0: Um, I go back and forth. Okay. Really? Yeah. Fitzy. When we're (laughs) professional, I'm like, Michael. (laughs) And then when it's just, you know, like, of course, like we're doing, it's it's Fitz. It's Fitz. His name's Fitz. Yes. Yeah. Fitz to us. Fitz Fitz. Yeah. What's it like being the only woman in that group? I've always been the only woman in groups. You're used to it. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) It just says, I'm like, I don't know where they all yeah. went. Like, I don't know what to compare it to. <laughs> I don't. It's nice. Yeah, You know, it is nice because they're like brothers. Right. I'm married to, you know, five, five people. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's it's your brother and sisters. And, you know, we are, we really respect each other. Mm-hmm. You know, we really expect respect each other as band uh, band members. Yeah. Every single person in this band is talented. Yeah. I mean, you Can't kind of lie, wonder, lie about though,
1: it. Like, um, not from within the band, but when you guys are dealing with other people, mm-hmm. have you ever noticed that? I mean, considering you and Fitz are co-leaders of the group, right? Yeah. Do you notice though that people will tend to defer to him for questions or to make decisions?
0: Um, it's, it's interesting. In the beginning, it was kind of like that. Yeah. I think now we all, we you all have your roles. Yeah. He's, he's business. That's this. I, yeah radio numbers I could like care less <laughs> okay you know like I, I can't get into that yeah, it's, yeah. it's too much but the creative and you know both of us are very balanced I'm very visual yeah you know uh video concepts I'm constantly sending and you yeah. know kind of video ideas like especially with you know hand clap I was like I want a dance video can yeah. we please do that and Fitz was totally into it you know so we you know we really went like I cannot wait for people to see the new rec uh the the new uh, video in yeah. a couple of weeks so it'll be out but cool. you know it's just so much fun uh-huh and Do I you direct
1: like- over no, have I don't yet? know if I have. Um, I mean, it I could like, co-direct. I mean, think maybe, maybe. You, you have know? a lot of ideas and you're very visual. I do.
0: I'm very visual with that. And I love like I, I work with um Lisa, our manager, uh-huh. with merch and stuff like that. Cool. I've always been because, of course, you know, my retail game and right. I'm like all of <laughs> I'm like fashion, fashion, you know, so I, I work on, you know, stuff like that. And yeah. Fitz is totally into it. I'm like, we got to have our, our things, you uh-huh. know, the social media. I'm... You know, I created all over social media pages. I'm a freak with Snapchat now. Are you? I never thought I would be into that thing. Dude,
1: I'm trying.
0: I can't. <laughs> I feel so like I'm just fun. bad at it or something. I cannot no. figure it out. It's so you much just effort have, for me. You have to not care. You I have know, to be but then so I'm like, what's the fun. Point of this
1: thing—it's like it's so sloppy to me. Well,
0: that—I mean—I think that's what what's interesting about it yeah. is that you don't have to take yourself so seriously, right? You know, like I feel like with like Instagram and stuff, you have to be like perfect picture, and right. everything has perfect to be filter. like has to look so like consistent. That's true. And I'm like Snapchat. I'm like. Psh- ugly face filter
1: I mean literally half my friend
0: snaps I'm like did you
1: know your phone was on I don't know what that video was of it looks like it was of a toilet in a public restroom what's happening?
0: I mean I had one I went (laughs) went to my friend's birthday party in in LA after like we had finished a bunch of rehearsals for the you know the tour coming up and stuff and I had no I I had no recollection of any I don't even remember having my phone out first of all But I was, I looked at my Snapchat story and I was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) What was it? I was like hammered. (laughs) First of all, I was like, whoa. What happened there? That's the scariest when you look at your phone after a night out. Yeah, I was like filming everybody else. (laughs) I was like beer pong. It was like taking selfies with my friends, but I loved it. You know, I was like, I have, this is my experience. This is what I, I want to, you know, I want to have people see my world. I'm a fun person. Yeah. You know, and I, 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 I enjoy that, you know, and I feel like with the band, we, we are fun people. Yeah. You know, like your Snapchat public.
1: Yes. Like anyone can follow you.
0: Yes. Okay. Yes. Why not? Yeah. Whatever. That's awesome. They start getting weird. I'm like, you know, yeah. I mean, I have you know, I follow people. Yeah, you know, I follow people. <laughs> I have my friends that I follow and stuff like that. Right, right, right. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's I, fun. I think it's smart too because it's I don't know another way for
0: your fans to feel close to you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So yeah, those I'm you know all creative. Like my mind's always going about yeah. stuff like that, and you know, Fitz is very creative as well. Uh-huh. You know, he went to film school in oh, college. Oh, did he? That was his thing, okay. and he dropped out for music. Interesting. Yeah. Okay.
1: So you guys are going to make a movie at some point. I'm at some calling, point. We're going to do something.
0: Yeah. We're going to do something together. Okay. But yeah, he's a, he he would be a great director. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's very into the cuts and stuff like that. So he gets into all the detail. I have the visionary. You know, I don't I don't completely know exactly how the cuts are going to work, but he understands that. So okay. we're we're balancing that way. Yeah, cool. Yeah.
1: Uh how do we get on top? Oh, because I was asking if people defer to him more so I think yeah. you were saying because they know like each of your strengths, they know each of so our strengths kind of I mean clear. but we do
0: yeah no I mean yeah. it's very equal when we do interviews together it's yeah. just you know we have knowledge of our, our relationship and it's very I think it's very balanced cool you know
1: yeah so why isn't it Fitz and Noel?
0: oh god no who are the tantrums <laughs> we are a, a tantrum you know, it's a really funny I think that's why we got the name my our, uh, mutual friend of ours named Dee Sherrielle Dee who's an uh. amazing artist in L.A. She's been really good friends of Fitz's for a long time. And we were trying to find a name that, you know, really stood out. First of all, I mean, Fitz is awesome. Yeah. You know, his last name's Fitzpatrick. And, right. you know, it was just <laughs> that. It sounds cool. But it was just a drop in the hat. And it became a play on words. Fitz having a fit. Oh, I never even. The tantrums. Yep. Okay. Yeah yeah I'm so slow with that kind of thing yeah oh, that's cute i like that yeah it worked out when i tell people like that's how it is <laughs> like, for us in our head that's exactly what it is yeah, but yeah. yeah that's initially it was a drop in the hat and then it, it, we that's were looking cute. at it we're like oh my god that's such a that's it that's who we are
1: yeah yeah no i like that and it, it's fitting with the kind of music and dancing it's yeah. like let's all just yeah. have a
0: tantrum it's together dumping together that's awesome yeah yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so what's the rollout with the album now? What's happening? So the record's coming out June tenth. Okay. It is self-titled. Awesome. Fits in the tantrums. Fits in the tantrum. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're but only, to once. Say. only once. Only once. Only once. Only <laughs> once. Um, and uh, we are going to start our spring summer tour in June. Okay. Uh, about. A few days after we release the record, we are on the grind. I Man. mean, and and basically until like the first week of uh, September. Wow, and then we'll start planning out the fall tour. Like I, I mean. That's just how life begins. Yeah. You know, we're we're like I said, we're promoting the record right now. Hand clap is doing really well for us. Yeah. You know, like we're gaining traction very quickly. The label's very excited. Our entire team is so supportive of us. You know, so it's this is what we're doing. That's awesome. And talking about it and being very you know, we're all very excited. Yeah. To Are get you guys going to any festivals or anything this year? Yeah, summer? we're actually we're doing Firefly Fest tomorrow um uh coming up. Okay. Um, and then we are actually playing Sunfest on Saturday, okay. this Saturday, this cool. Saturday. Yes, nice. we're
1: headlining. And is all the touring the summer in the U.S.? Yes. Okay.
0: Yes, we're doing that. um We're figuring out the international plan, which I I, I have a feeling we're going to end up there in in the fall. Yeah. Yeah. Back For a to, little bit, back
1: to Paris in the fall,
0: perhaps. Oh, God.
1: I'm so excited. I mean, <laughs> Paris is great
0: at any time of year, honestly. Any time of year. Yeah. It is beautiful there. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, like, I have friends in Romania and, you know, they're huge celebrities out there and they're texting me. They're like, hand clap is on the radio. Really? Yeah. Sending me like little, Whoa. like, I love it. Yeah. It's That's a, it's, amazing. I'm like world domination. Yeah. Yes. When do you get to hang out in Nashville? I <laughs> know. Uh, I was I've like, <laughs> seriously, I've seen my house like for a week and a half. <laughs> Where is your dog? I was living dog? in LA. Yeah, she's at she, the sitter right you? now, but now she travels with me. Yeah. Okay. So she's going on tour with us come July. Good. What's so, her name? Marley. Marley. She's so cute.
1: Marley. Is I she ever gonna make so an much. appearance on
0: stage? I don't know. She may she's been to like uh she's been to our rehearsals and stuff. Yeah. The guys love her. You know, they she love just her. They're let her like, run she's, out. She's such a good dog. They're excited to have her on tour. Yeah. You know. will keep spirits That'd up. That'd be fun. Yeah. So it's the get right back tour. Okay. And uh actually one of our songs is called Get Right Back on the New Record. Uh-huh. So we were like, We're back. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well,
1: Noelle, thank you so much for coming on the thank show. Thank you. Congrats on the album. It's so fun. And uh yeah, it'll be out soon. And happy touring. Thank you.
0: I appreciate it. Thanks for having me.